Welcome to the Spirit for Success podcast with your hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker. Welcome <laughs> to our podcast. Uh, as always, is with me is the terrific and talented and so totally awesome Therese. <laughs> Thank you, Rach. And you look beautiful, by the way. I said this before, but now I'm saying it on camera, so it's recorded forever. I know, right? I had a haircut <laughs> last week. I had like it. It still looks long, but it, I had maybe six or seven inches cut off. It was so damn long. And when I washed it this morning, I'm like, oh my god, it took like half the amount of shampoo and conditioner <laughs> and half the amount of time to dry. And straight. Oh. I had like. <laughs> I heard me. Did you hear you? I heard me. I keep doing that. That. That's one of those things where it's okay. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> We're still. The one thing I struggle with is that first time that I style my hair after being at my amazing stylist, you know, Naomi, Naomi Lee salon up here on the central coast is brilliant. She's the only one that can really do my hair, um, but I can never do it the same way she does. So I might have to come by her place more often and get her to do my hair before the show. <laughs> I just realized that my cat opened the door. Like the door was That's totally a pretty talented cat. Well, and he's he's got his leash on right now. <laughs> so he, he, no, there's a reason why because he's a runner, okay. And I mean, I love him dearly, but he's super friendly, and he doesn't have he's an indoor cat, mm -hmm. and he doesn't have a collar, and he's he was was feral. So you know, as soon as he gets outside, he goes for it. <laughs> so we have to put a. We have to put a harness on it, but the kids and, and my husband are in the backyard playing and the cat is like in and out and the cat wants the harness off, but then wants to go back outside. So mm -hmm. he was hiding under the bed just now. <laughs> I didn't know he could open the door. <laughs> oh man, we know. I'd I like to rewind the video and see if you yeah. see a little pause. Like <laughs> <laughs> We'll do that when I do the editing. I'll let you know if I see any. Yeah. Please do. <laughs> anyway, so there was you had an idea for a topic that you wanted to discuss or a story you wanted to share. <laughs> Throw it straight to you. <laughs> yes. Well, I wanted to talk about um, changing and our resistance mm. to changing, but I wanted to talk about it from a slightly different angle because usually when we're talking about resistance to change, we're talking about it like as before the change happens. We're resisting the idea of changing. And I have noticed that there's another kind of resistance to change. And that's usually once the change has, is there, it's mm -hmm. present, there still can be resistance to change. So resistance to keeping the change, you can relate to that. So tell us more about that. How did you find Why? that? <laughs> oh, we're going to go right there, are we? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we are. <laughs> so. I yeah, no, I've just this last year, I've been really focusing on my health, um, mostly because I noticed that I wasn't feeling that great for about the last two and a half years. Felt really like something changed. <laughs> really? <laughs> Ironically, something's changed. And uh, it wasn't the necessarily the amount of sleep or having another kid. Um, there seemed to be other things going on. And so I've started changing my diet with the help of my practitioner and since eating a lot healthier and i mean not just eliminating 
crap food, but like getting rid of processed food, going into whole foods, trying to get rid of foods that are, that could be really healthy for some people, but don't work for me because I'm allergic to them. Um, I made the brilliant decision yesterday to have a frappuccino, a small one, <laughs> with this s'mores frappuccinos are back. And I can remember chatting on, on the phone last summer with Rach, drinking one of these and not having the reaction I had yesterday. I literally almost had death by frappuccino. Oh. It, it hit my body in so many ugly, hard ways. Um, and of course it was a lesson. It was like lesson learned, frappuccinos, not my friend, <laughs> never was my friend, really not my friend now. <laughs> and it was interesting because somebody asked me, um, cause I put, of course I posted it. Cause it's like, <laughs> why not? Why not share with the world? <laughs> so I posted about it last night and somebody asked me, well, why, why did you even have it in the first place? Mm. And I had to stop and think about that. And all, of course, all these reasons came up because it was there because I wanted chocolate. It was a hot day, like nostalgia. Um, but what really like came down to it, like, why did I make the decision? And it was because last year I could. It didn't have this. I didn't have this reaction to it. And I realized that I was still associating with an older version of myself, that I hadn't like really accepted that I've changed, that something has significantly changed in my diet alone um so it was like that resistance to change so i want to hand it over to rach because you said you had some good stuff too i don't want to yeah, be alone here yeah look i when i had to give up wheat that was a struggle because my favorite thing was vegemite toast and at that time um you know the gluten-free availability of, of good food replacement food was not bread was not the pasta was not it was just not good um, so, you know, I went off wheat because they'd worked out I had an intolerance to it and I started to feel better. And then, you know, I went past Baker's Delight, which is a really awesome bakery here. They're doing amazing soft rolls and such yummies, lots of yummies. Anyway, so I, I went, oh, you know, just this once. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've yes. been so good. Maybe I should treat yes. myself to something <laughs> bad. And bad was bread. So I had this beautiful roll and I had, you know, lots of butter and, and veggie right on it, which is delicious. And um, yeah, it ended up... <laughs> You'll have to explain that to everyone because... What, Vegemite? Yes, Vegemite. And explain why, how to eat it so that it's delicious. Yeah, okay. I'll come back. People have very strong oh, reactions. God, yes. I'll come back to Vegemite. Let me just finish this piece. But I ate the, ate the bread roll, which was the most wheat I'd had in months, really months. And I, where I'd normally have like a, a bit of a sore belly the next day, maybe I was literally, um, you know, in pain, like massive pain, very big yeah. pain. Um, and the beautiful thing about doing that, and I know Teresa's going to be able to say yes to this too, is when you do something like that as a bit of a slip up or, a, you know, just for old time's sake, and it creates such a massive reaction, the incentive to do that again is a lot less. Yes. Uh, I can quite happily go without wheat now because it, the reaction to it is so significant that it's just not worth it. <laughs> so not yeah, worth it. no, I definitely was cured of my curiosity for frappuccinos ever mm -hmm. again. It's just not. <laughs> it, it, will, it will stick in my mind. It's like a bad um, night on a certain alcohol that you can never, ever touch again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm going to try and shut this door. Hold okay, on. While you do that, this I'll explain Vegemite. 
Do so for my lovely Americans and, and those who are not in Australia, um, yeah, Vegemite is one of our, I'll say it's an Australian thing that most people have. However, not every Australian loves Vegemite. In fact, my daughter doesn't love Vegemite. Oh, she's so un-Australian. <laughs> for saying that. But anyway, um, we had four exchange students when I was growing up and one of the things that they would do to them, I say do to them because it was horrible and nasty, um, they'd go around with the jar of Vegemite and they would give them a spoon to try Vegemite. Now I'm cringing because you can say, no, no, don't. You don't eat Vegemite off a spoon. Bad idea because it's extremely salty. Um, it yes. is best. It is absolutely best on like um, some fresh toast. And it's just a scraping a little bit across the top and some, some butter on the bread. But it's just, it's a smidge. A smidge is like a little bit. I don't know if I need to explain what smidge is. <laughs> smidge. No, I think we got it. Excellent. I think we got it. So little bits, it's absolutely yummy. But um, yeah, so if anyone tries to offer you a spoon of Vegemite, run. Just say no. <laughs> Just say no. Bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I think I opened the jar. I remember finding it. Um, There's like a, a little meat pie shop in Brooklyn because um, Brooklyn is so hip and they had Vegemite for sale there and it just really it's very intimidating looking I was like is this a dare like or, am I being dared <laughs> yeah. no I always make sure I, I prepare it for my American friends to go right this is how you have it and more times than not they've gone actually that's not bad do you guys like the salty you like the salty stuff so we do like salty in theory you should love Vegemite <laughs> the well next time next time you need to make a video maybe you should make a video of like kids trying Vegemite the right way <laughs> the right way yeah yeah when I come over I'll do a sort of full video camera right exactly we can use my kids as guinea pigs <laughs> I'll tell you what I'll, I'll uh, videotape Jax when we get to the point of giving him Vegemite so oh god it would be classic classic mm. I don't yeah. know if you can hear that on my end but if it sounds like a zoo I think that's just Tristan he had to come inside from playing outside no, I never liked that. So he yeah. is. Yeah. You know. I was just thinking of resistance to change and, and thinking of other times where we've resisted change. And I think, you know, right now for me, um, you know, I've taken on exercise, but I think my body's in resistance to it. <laughs> like, <laughs> damn it. Just as I start to get back on, on track, um, I've found a, a lump underneath the, the scar. It's nothing major. Don't worry. Nobody needs to stress. But it was just like, oh, damn it. I need to slow down temporarily for a little bit longer until we get that all sorted. So I'm walking. And, and just for those who might not know what you mean, you mean your uh, cesarean, your Sorry, C-section scar. Sorry, my cesarean scar. scar, yeah. Here we are four okay. months on and I'm, I'm thinking, my head is going, I should be running marathons by now. <laughs> but, no. but actually that. But it keeps slowing me down. That actually is another great example of resistance to change after it's already happened. So I did run a marathon recently. What when when was it? That was oh, it was a couple of weeks. February, early March, early March, mm. I think. Uh, yeah, I was, and um, it was a ten mile or no nine mile nine mile marathon. Um, and I had I was so excited to participate in it. And I used to be an avid runner. And there was this part of me that was like, oh, it's just like learning how to ride a bike. <laughs> it's like riding a bike. You just get right back on and your body is like, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. No, 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 it's not. 
No, um, and that was like another <laughs> little lesson of like things, hey, things have changed. You haven't been feeling that great for two and a half years. Maybe running nine miles is going to be hard for you. <laughs> Maybe. <Yeah. laughs> so what can um, we do? Because we talked about the, the ways that it shows up. But let's, let's share what we can do about those moments. You know, what have you got in your little bag of tricks over there? I think the first thing I, I had to come to terms with was that things are different, I'm different, and it's okay. It, yeah. What it is, is comparing to yourself again. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes we do this in weird ways. Like I also don't eat bread anymore, but I know exactly what she's talking about, that feeling of like, I've been so good that I can, I can do this. And we kind of forget the reason why we stopped doing it in the first place. Until we have a like, reaction like that, and then it's like, oh no, I'm done. <laughs> we could. Right, exactly. Why? It, so when we make those choices, we're totally not in alignment with why we've made the choices not to partake in it. Um, so I think that there's that is just that first step of noticing. I don't know if we can stop ourselves. That's the other thing is I really don't know. I think sometimes we need these extreme instances to really kind of lock us into present now me. Yeah, I agree. Um, because it didn't change until the the pain, and that's the same with a lot of things. And I think this is a a really good um, point to make: is when you want to make permanent change, you've got to make sure the pain has to be so great that going back is not an option. So this is yeah. think about that with anything. Um, if you want to like stepping into you know becoming more fit. Obviously, going in like I'm actually going a lot slower than I've ever gone into being getting fit again because I have injured myself so many times because the brain goes, I can do this just like you do with the nine mile run. It's like, yeah, I can do this. And then I've ended up injuring myself and putting myself out for another few weeks. So I'm like, no. I did that. I, I did that with the nine mile run. I, I sprained my psoas muscle, which is also known as the soul muscle. So I sprained my soul muscle. <laughs> By trying to be something that I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Making it harder to, but then that, the, the downside of, in that particular example is it makes it harder to want to exercise because it, then there's association of pain in exercising. So there's kind of both ways being, if you want to move into something, you've got to make it as least painful as possible, the, the new change and make it as painful as possible to ever go back. So sometimes you might have to get a bit creative, like, us having foods not necessarily creative and it wasn't really on purpose but it certainly served a purpose <laughs> it worked um you could do it on purpose if you like but you know well no there you know as you say that there is pleasure there was pleasure associated for me with the, the s'mores frappuccino i remember enjoying a few you know for the few summers that they've been out i've yeah. i've enjoyed it um and i didn't have a pain memory associated with it so my expectation of having one was going to be joy of course it was i should have known I, there there was foreshadowing actually as i was drinking it i'm like this tastes awful <laughs> like i don't like it I don't, <laughs> i'm not i'm not enjoying this and i certainly didn't enjoy the effect it had on me um but there are ways to do this without the actual experience mm. you just have to create new associations before you give into temptation yeah, well. very much so. Um, and you, you can sit down with a pad and piece of paper. Pad and piece of paper. Let me try that again. Yep. That would pad and a pen. Yep. 
Um, and sit down and, and look at the, you can put, put it in two columns and put pain and pleasure. And you can play with both of these depending on what it is that you want to get yourself to do and what you want to stay away from. So in the pleasure column, you would put all of the benefits you're going to get from doing whatever it is, whether it's starting a new um, diet, starting a new exercise program, um, stepping into your business more boldly or you know, putting yourself out there for a relationship, whatever it happens to be, you write down all the pleasure stuff, all the good things, the benefits, the things you're going to get out of it, the things you're going to love. And then on the flip side, start to look at all the pain. You know, what, what's going to happen? Like think, think about things like, um, you know, if you 30 years down the track and nothing changes and you stay the same, what does that look like? What are all the crappy things associated with that? What will you regret? That's a horrible emotion. Nobody likes to feel it. If there's physical pain, like for me, there'll be physical pain if I don't start getting into exercise and, and toning and getting my flexibility back, particularly as I get older or foods or whatever it is. So then you can create your pain and pleasure page. Hmm, I like that. Pain and pleasure page. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be, you can add a web if you want, but um, at least then you can see quite clearly and put that up somewhere you can see it on a regular basis for those moments where you think, oh, maybe I won't exercise today or, oh, maybe I'll just go and get that bread roll and smother it in butter and <laughs> whatever it is that you want to be staying away from. Yeah. And, and yet, even with all that, you still need to feel into the moment. You need yeah. to really get clear. You need to be present with yourself and ask what do I really want is this what I really want you know as I'm um and it can be hard when you're rolling through a Starbucks drive-thru to be like is this what I really want because it looks like it's something I really want but as I think back on the memory and actually what um what was being triggered for me emotionally was it's sunny it's warm um you know the just this feeling of of sunshine which always makes me relax and because I live in an area where um, we it's actually swelteringly like humid today and sunny which is great but and it was sunny yesterday too but you know it's been gray it's been dark so clearly what I was craving was that feeling of like lightness of summer of um you know open-toed shoes feeling that's really what I wanted and I was kind of imbuing the frappuccino if you will yeah with these qualities um and it totally fell short it did not meet the expectation i think that we do this a lot i think we do it with a lot of things um and it's really easy to put it on food food is a mm -hmm. it immediately um affects us emotionally we feel safe we feel satiated we feel taken care of um all these good feelings come up when we eat, which is why it's so easy Chocolate. to fall into the trap. I know, right? Fall, fall into the trap of just one more isn't going to hurt me. Yeah, a block later. That's another good yeah. point, actually, you, you, you pulled up, you've mentioned is um, when we're in those moments, having some present moment awareness, ask the question, you know, why? What am I, what's motivating me to take this action right now so that you can sort of see, you know, what is, is there another way to fill that? So like Therese wanted to feel more light and more summer. Was there another way to fill that need that wasn't going to create a whole lot of pain? Or for, for those moments where you, you want to jump off the, the diet or you want to, um, you know, not do the exercise, you know, what's, what is motivating you? Like sometimes for me, it's rebellion. It's because I just don't want to because yeah. that responsibility and that's being strict and I don't want to be strict anymore. I just want freedom. So there's right. rebellious kind of, I just don't want to. And if you can acknowledge that 
and go, okay, I see what you're doing and I, I see what you're, you're trying to, to just sort of rebel against it for the moment. Um, you can come back to that pain and pleasure list, but also go, okay, what can I do that is a little naughty, but isn't going to take me into that full on pain place. Also, we do associative stuff with it too. Mm -hmm. Like for example, um, I saw a really um, successful coach who I'm on her, I follow her on Instagram. Um, and she's got kind of the luxury lifestyle that I'm like, ah, that looks nice. You know, like, I like that. And she's posting a picture of a, a rose croissant that she's having for breakfast in New York. Um, and so there's a lot of associated stuff that got triggered there for me. First of all, New York, love New York, lived in New York, would like to be back in New York. Um, luxury lifestyle, successful. Um, also, there was this, you know, the the luxury, I think, was really triggering me because also rose croissant i mean like first of all a fucking rose croissant <laughs> where do you get that and i want to know what that is there's a part of me i was going to ask you like is it just rose shaped or is it rose? no it's got it's it? rose petals in oh. the croissant um but i also don't eat bread so this even if i could find one here which you just that's a new york thing there's just no way um even if i found it it wouldn't give me all the things that I was associating with having that. You know what we do? We do this. We mimic other people and especially like to mimic the people um, who are, who are where we want to be. Right. Um, and what's an easy way to mimic that person is to eat the same food, right? That's an easy way, but there's other ways. Wear the same clothes. There are other ways that we can mimic those that we admire or want to be like without compromising our own needs or values. Mm. Or oh, that's a big one. <laughs> exactly. Well, that I would call that a need, right? Like I, I need to, eat. we both need to eat a certain way. Um, and it's benefiting me. It's like, it's the funny thing. I was laughing about this, right. As I was putting makeup on earlier, and I'm like, man, it's like, I have a Frappuccino. It's like, I get to wear the shame <laughs> the next day. It's like, my eyes are all puffy today. And I'm like, Frappuccino shame. <laughs> Can you hashtag that later? <laughs> no, Frappuccino <laughs> shame looks like. <laughs> Maybe it would help me. <laughs> right? Create a hashtag. Like, That's right. Just put it. Do you have Frappuccino today? You could see, you can put that picture with the Frappuccino shame up on the wall at Starbucks so that when you walk in there, you see it, you won't ever, ever, ever order it again. I need to like put it on, on the, on the window of my car. So as it rolls up, I'm like, oh, oh, oh no, oh, <laughs> oh shame. <laughs> oh God. Um, <sighs> yeah, I know. I, it's, it's interesting though, because I think we do pick sometimes. Um, or at least I can, I can call myself out on this. I do pick the easiest ways to emulate someone that I admire, right? Because it's easy. That's mm. easy. It's easy to order the same thing. It's not so easy to like show up in your business the same way. It takes a lot more effort, right? <laughs> but that's what I want in the end. Mm. Ooh, there we mm. go. So that's getting back to the motivation. You know, what is motivating you to do it? And when you can find out what the real motivation is, then you can pick another path or, or do it in a more um, aligned and empowering way. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just looking 
I think it might just be you and me today chit-chatting in here, which... Uh... Oh, we've got a few people. But if, um, but if anyone has any questions or if you want to get a, a five-minute reading from Therese, ask a question and <laughs> get some psychic guidance or some coaching around something to do with your business, look, by all means, put a question in. It doesn't have to be anything related to what we're talking about. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care. We don't care. We could talk about hair right now, like how mine is bugging the shit out of me right now there we go that's a little better feel good it it does it feels a little better so I am having like hair um hazards right well not a hazard what's it's like obstacles to good hair right now so yeah, yeah. today the the um fuse in our bathroom there's like a an individual fuse box it's not connected to the, the big fuse box it's in the plug itself all right that popped out so we had to go buy a new one, but I'm like afraid to install it. So I can't use my heat tools in the bathroom. I have to do it without a mirror. So I'm like, half the time I like walk back and I'm like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> Obstacle number one. Obstacle number two is it is really fucking hot here today, but like New York hot. And I don't know how it gets in Australia for you, where you are, but it's muggy and it's like the moisture is hanging in the air. So mm -hmm. I got this situated and I walk outside and it went triangle puff. It just was like, <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, we get hot here. We get muggy here. We're not too far. Like we're far enough north that we get that. So I, I understand your pain. I feel your pain. I don't. I mean, this is the one thing about living in Washington. I mean, I know weather's changing. It's shifting all over the place, but uh I always could trust that it would be like when it was warm out, it would be fairly dry. I mean, not mm. like it's not Arizona dry. It's just clean. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. It's just, it works for me. It doesn't work today. <laughs> so you're getting lessons in being flexible and using what you've got in front of you then? <sighs> I guess so. Yeah. Accepting accepting things as they are. <laughs> oh, look, that was me yesterday. So you, you're having it today. I had it yesterday. So yesterday I had, Jackson and, and he had tummy pains and he was catnapping and so I spent pretty much the bulk of my day although I intended to get a whole lot of editing and stuff done like the podcast from last week still hasn't been edited but I sat <laughs> you can bitch slap me later but I sat down on the couch sat down on the couch and he he would have a tummy pain so I'd pick him up and I'd rub his belly and it's terrible when they got that tiny face and the tears in the eyes it's like mommy stop the pain I'm sorry but I can't so Rub the belly, get him to go back to sleep, lay him down. I get about 20 minutes of homework in and then he wakes up again. So it was literally like that all day. And in the end, and not even in the end, like halfway through, maybe a quarter of the way through, really, I had to just surrender and go, you know what, this might be my day today. And if that's the case, then that's the case. And I will do whatever I can get done. But in the meantime, I'm actually going to enjoy rubbing my son's belly and giving him cuddles and enjoying his little hands and whatnot because he doesn't last little, like they don't stay little for very long. I mean, he, to me, feels huge. He's four months old and <laughs> double his no, weight. that's little. He is little. So, yeah, getting lessons in, having to be flexible with whatever life throws in our direction and accepting and surrendering to the process in the meantime. Oh, anybody else having that? <laughs> it's not just us, right? I'm telling you right now, I mean, every time I think that I know who my toddler is, he just brings another level. <laughs> brings it another personality? God, no, it's just, I mean, he's at that stage right now where we had to go to the store today and um, 
he didn't want to sit in the cart, but he's the kind of kid that you cannot let loose in the store because he doesn't listen. He doesn't mm-hmm. listen to no. Um, if you do say no and he listens, he will throw a tantrum. And his kind of tantrums are pick the, up the nearest thing to him and throw it. And it would God. You're in a store. You don't want that. So I'm like, you need to be restrained. Um, And it took both my husband and myself to get him in the car because he was doing that. It's like the cartoons, you know, where the cat is like trying not to go into the bathtub where it's got the like paws on either side. He was doing that and he was like succeeding. And Mark is like, help me. And we're trying to like get this kid to bend because he's doing the full straight board thing. And there are people watching and I'm like, this this is my kid. I am not stealing a child. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like my first fear is that people are going to be like, oh, they're taking that child. I'm like, no, he just doesn't want to go with us. <laughs> just doesn't want to be think, with me. I think most parents will actually look at that sort of scenario. And I know I've been in the supermarket and I've seen parents struggling with children who are chucking the most massive nana. My first thought was, oh, you poor thing. Like not the child, <laughs> the parent. <laughs> and part of me wants to go up there and, and have like do a stern. Look, if you don't behave for your parents, I'm going to take you home with me and you won't get to see them again. But that might freak the parents out. I don't want to freak the parents out. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> just a skosh. But sometimes, you know, having someone who's not mum and dad come and be stern with them in some way, shape or form can, can break their pattern. But it's such a hard Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get, you know, what's really interesting is you get a read on both types. It's like, I noticed that, you know, I'm not, I shouldn't stereotype, but I noticed that there, there is uh, like older women and I, and especially, when I put the pink in my hair they do not like the colored hair the off-colored easter egg hair <laughs> immediately I'm a bad person they're like <laughs> what are you doing to that child I'm like oh, <laughs> yeah the grandma types really um fall for Tristan's <laughs> mm. yeah Tristan's rebelling <laughs> that's interesting other people yeah no it is inter- it really is the funny thing is like with the and I don't have a lot you know it's pretty mm. subtle I mean it yeah in the beginning it was much more pink and now it's toned down a lot um but yeah there is a personality change i notice towards me uh especially with older women they don't like it i'm riffraff (laughs) 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 can get away with a lot more with pink hair (laughs) (laughs) oh that's funny did you want to check the facebook group and see if anybody's got any questions for us before we uh... i'm going to check the group yeah i think it's Unless my uh, thing is not loading, which it looks like it's loaded, but I'll try one more time. Have you got any questions that you want to get? Oh, no. Hey, hi. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Tracy. I didn't even see you guys in here. I was not loading these comments. (laughs) But Jenny says that Vegemite is awesome. And she agrees with Rach. Yes. (laughs) Well, I'm like, Vegemite toast and a cup of tea is one of my go-tos when I'm feeling a bit precious. Still. Yes. And she encourages you not to go too extreme with the exercise and I concur. I'm going to yeah. put a big like next to that one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes I'm going slow, yes. I promise. And I've even taken on a personal trainer to uh, push me where I can be pushed if I'm stepping back too far, but also keeping a very good eye on what exercises I'm doing. So I'm, I'm being responsible. Tracy, if you're still here, I just got your comment. Uh, so she, Tracy's asking about her business mm-hmm. and she says she feels like she's been treading water for a long time yep. and can she get some guidance on if she, uh, she's going in the right direction and what to do next Tracy if you're still watching will you text me 
um, put in the comments what kind of business. And I, as you're doing that, we can kind of feel into it here. I'm going to use my pendulum. Mm, the first thing that sort of came to mind for me was, um, and I know that feeling of it treading water. And it was about, and we've actually been getting this message from our team and spirit as well, it's about getting more clarity and also reassessing what you're doing, what feels good, what feels right, what can be, I think it's almost like right now, it feels like a time to completely reassess everything, drop everything, and then only pick up what feels good and what feels right. Um, almost like a makeover. Uh, I'm asking about, you know, are you in the light? Blah, blah, blah. Let me try that again. Rewind. I was just asking if she's in the right line of work and I got yes. So it's not that you need to make a full um, change, Tracy. Instead, um, you need to, like, like Rach was saying, <laughs> clarity. And they hit us with this yesterday when we were talking. <laughs> yeah, got a lot from photography into coaching. Okay. So coaching photography, Tracy, let me just ask. I'm going to ask, pretend I can hear you right now. I'll use my spidey senses. Okay. So from the highest truth, should Tracy be focusing on her own photography? I'm working with a new pendulum and it's like, am I talking to a different... <laughs> It feels like I'm talking to different people with my new pendulum here. Okay. And then from the highest truth, should Tracy focus on her coaching? Yeah. Interestingly enough, Tracy, I'm going to keep refreshing my comments feed here. Um, the coaching has more energy in it for you. And I think that my first question was kind of, um, is the coaching around photography? Cause that would be some, a way to get both things going together. Mm, that was my question. It always feels when you've got the two passions together, blending and makes you, helps you to stand out more from a crowd too. Be a way yeah, because for them. there's still energy in the photography itself. So the kind of natural thing is like, how could you merge it together? How could they be together? And it seems like, uh, photography coaching would be a thing. Um, or, if, yeah, go ahead. Um, or using photography as a medium in the coaching, like as a way to have breakthroughs. There's, there's ways to use different, like that photography is your natural medium. There'll be a way to use that in your coaching to help your client to have a breakthrough, whether they're a photographer or not. Absolutely. And then um, regarding the clarity. So this is something that we are really helping people focus on in the membership area, the membership, the success circle membership, which we have completely rebooted, retooled. Rach has worked really hard on this since she's gotten back from um, maternity leave. And the first set of information that started coming through was how to build strong intentions. And it is very much about not just, this is what I want, not just why, but then digging in, mm. digging into why. And the, the idea here is that there's so many layers and until you find that really strong core, mm that it kind of, we do feel like we kind of tread, we get like these little peaks. It's not till we kind of lock into 
that big core why mm. and see how it serves us in a bigger way that we start to see bigger, <laughs> bigger peaks, bigger um, up leveling in business. Um, and it does take, it, it takes a little work, but work that is satisfying. It's like, Oh, now I understand. <laughs> I understand yep. myself on such a deep level now. Um, and one of our favorite tools for bringing this in is the uh, MP3 that we recorded. I am so in love with it. I don't know. Do you Good want to talk about that? How strong oh, intentions MP3? Yeah. We based on the information that channeled through, um, there was a certain process that they had us go through to use all four intelligences to yeah. boost an intention. Um, so it's not just, you know, this is what I intend to do. There's actually a lot of meat and energy behind it. So they gave us the process and then we thought, well, people aren't going to rem necessarily remember how to do that. So we created an MP3 so that people can listen to it and just, you know, follow, put, enter in their stuff into the blanks and, and go through the whole process. And um, well, of course we, we have to test it out. <laughs> I've been listening <laughs> and um, yeah, when I do, I get off and like, yeah. And well, that's when stuff starts to come through inspiration for the next action steps, which we know is when you're in complete alignment with it. So we're loving, loving the MP3. They give us the stuff so we can do it first and then we pass it on. Yes. Yes. That's one of the things that um, <laughs> they were really, you know, one of the interesting things about coaching is that some of this stuff really comes naturally. Like it's just, we're in a position, um, and a lot of intuitive people are, where it's really easy to see someone else's path. Oh, yeah. It just makes sense to look at it. Uh, but, and then we give them tools. And, and one of the things that um, our, our spirit team, the teams that we're working with, all of our energies, they're like, yeah, and this is for you guys too. So you have to use the tools. <laughs> so we were all having fun creating these tools, and we like using the ones that feel really amazing. And they're like, no, no. No, no, you've all got to use all tools. of them. Okay. So that's what I was doing. I said I was doing homework yesterday. I was doing homework yesterday from the team. I know. <laughs> I know. And this is part of that whole of changing and resistance to change stuff. It comes back mm -hmm. up because it's really interesting when you can see how good this tool is. And then you're like, no, you need to use it. And you're like, oh. mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so I got Tracy, other stuff to do. <laughs> so Tracy, it's, it's really about, you know, looking at, you know, just stepping back from the whole thing and having a look at it in a di different way to see what's working, what's not working, but more so how do you feel about each piece of it and letting go, giving yourself permission to let go of what doesn't feel good, doesn't feel right anymore because um, that can change and that's often where people get stuck. They're trying to keep going with what they started because they started it and it's not necessarily in alignment anymore. And I do want to say on top of that, and she, by the way, she responded, she said yes to using photography as a medium love that and also the idea of picking up what feels good thanks so <clears throat> awesome um but getting back onto that idea of let's say we're trying to create a shift in our business and or in our life mm -hmm. and this phrase is the the bitch phrase of them all but it's so true which is you can't repeat the same behavior and expect different results mm -hmm. It's the definition of insanity, which is why it's such a bitch phrase, but it's so true. And I looked at, um, you know, I looked at my own goals for last week and how um, I've really, I found what I'm um, doing and I'm comfortable with it, right? So my idea is like, I'll just keep doing more of that and then more will come. And it really doesn't. 
it sort of stays even Steven. <laughs> the more you do the same thing, the more you get the same result, mm -hmm. right? I mean, but we, we, we like talking ourselves into um, like oh, committing to our comfort zone or really like, I'm going to just commit more energy to it. And that's not different enough behavior to get mm -hmm. movement. Action, action, action. That, well, that's what that is, right? Mm -hmm. Action, action, action. So what are you not doing? What is the thing? And it's usually that thing that, and we do talk about this um, in another um, segment in the success circle, but it has to do with getting outside the comfort zone <laughs> to find. Big time. And the other part, which is my, the one that I need to do more of is more of the contemplation, the more sitting with it and allowing the information to come through because I'm naturally an action taker. I'm naturally a get up and go. <laughs> when I got back into the business, I was in get up and go mode. <laughs> Poor Therese. Like, <laughs> she was. I was like trying to hold on to her. I'm like, oh my God, I can't, I can't keep up. Uh, but she's like, bam, I just did five blog posts. And, and I'm like, wait, I haven't even like finished formulating one thought here. And she's like, I got another one. I think I'm going to make one more. She's like, maybe you could read these. And I'm like, <laughs> Five months when I can finally catch up. <laughs> so I, was, I did, yeah, did the road runner for a little bit there, and and you know things are sort of evening out now because I'm finding because I'm I'm on my own now, uh, whereas I had help <laughs> for that few weeks, so I, I made the most of it, and now I'm having to. And that's the good thing about Jackson, I think, and, and part of his lesson or or um, teaching with me is how to be more in the moment, how to trust how everything's unfolding, and if I don't get the time to do. The things that are in my head, I've got all these things on my to-do list. Um, if I don't get to them all today, it's absolutely okay. And sometimes even more perfect than I can see. So thank you, Jax. Absolutely. <laughs> and that also goes back into being present in the moment. Yes. Always, always, always. And like what you had just hit on there with the contemplation, which is something that they are really laying down thick right now. But Rach and I both identify as type A achiever mm -hmm. types. Um, and a lot of people who are watching this, you're also like that. If you're attracted to our stuff, guess what? Welcome to the club. We got jackets. So, <laughs> 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 um, so type A's um, associate self-worth and, and worthiness mm -hmm. with productivity. What can I, whatever I can put out there, that's what makes me worthy. Whereas contemplation you don't really get anything directly from it. It's not like if I sit still for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, I'm going to necessarily have a sale or I'm going to necessarily end up with a block. You might, you could, but it's not the point. The point is to really take all that wonderful um, kinetic energy that we have and be present with it. Mm. because like in kind of this is kind of like wrapping it up but we are not the same person we were last year mm. a lot has changed and it might not just be that you can't have frappuccinos <laughs> anymore a lot has changed in you um that you need to and how do you know mm. who you are now mm. if you are not present with that person mm -hmm. now right we take uh, the again if you notice that you're taking yourself uh, for granted or assuming things about yourself that aren't necessarily true, maybe you can't run uh, nine miles in one go anymore, but at that time you were not able to run a couple businesses and now you do. So you're running just differently. Ooh, I like it. I, <laughs> I, like feel, that. I feel 
so much better soon though. <laughs> Filled your cup for today. <laughs> I know. Woo, cookie for me. <laughs> <laughs> so that this contemplation is taking the moment to get really centered, be like, okay, yeah, if I do want to run nine miles, what do I need to do? From right now, not what did I do before, which is where I like to go because I, I do want to just, I want a quick answer and I want to mm -hmm. associate and I want to make it happen, but that's not who I am now. So as of right now, if I wanted to run another nine miles, what do I need to do? And the answer will be there mm -hmm. in the present moment. Everybody take a moment to just be in the present moment. It is nice. And there's so much, um, there really is so much to learn and there's, we can keep going on and on, but we're going on and on in a very specific way in the membership area, which is really where we're teaching people how to do this, how to do this and how to concentrate all these beautiful ideas that they're having into something that can materialize. Because both Rach and I started asking the questions. We're like, we know how to manifest. And Rach is really good. When Rach is on, man, she manifests fast. I mean, I've seen her do it a lot of times. I'm like, wow. Um, and I, we've seen people in our groups and the people that we work with, we've seen them manifest it. Now, we were wondering, why is it that sometimes we could bring something in so easily and other things are harder or just don't show up? And so it came back to this idea of you need, everything starts with intention. Mm. So everything, every, the, getting up in the morning starts with the intention to get up, <laughs> like having the coffee, everything in your day starts with an intention. It might be super quick, but you end up manifesting based on this. This is what's happening next. It's a quick thought that goes through your brain. Mm. And we wanted to be able to help people bring things into their lives in a more concrete way. And so we started asking the right questions because apparently <laughs> that's what the universe wants. They're not going to hand you the answer. You have to really like be with the question. Yeah. Um, so we've un unlocked some amazing things that's available in our success circle membership, which is all about what are the keywords? What are the magic words? Oh, magic words. So in the success circle members area, we really are helping all of our ladypreneurs and even people who aren't preneurs. I was going to say preneurs. <laughs> Something preneur. Um, to, to really master their mindset, but develop their intuition so that they can make magic in their business and in their lives, basically. Oh, I should write that down. That kind of flowed nicely. And if anybody was nice. any from, from the, the success circle membership, we'd love your feedback on, on the words, the things that you, you get out of it. But the biggest part is there's a lot of support. So our ladies come to us with their problems and where they're stuck. And we remind them how to get through it with the most ease and grace, connecting in with their, their team and spirit and working with their big energies, manifesting energies to do it. Absolutely. And it's been fabulous. It really has. I've enjoyed every minute of it. It's my, it's, uh, I'm loving what we're doing. I'm loving what we're creating. And so much um, juicy information has been coming from it. So if you want to join us, you can go to spirit, the number four success.com. And there is a page devoted just to the membership area and answering any questions that you have there um, on how to get tapped into this dynamic, juicy information. And a huge and it's coming to you. Network now. for you. Yes. So, um, 
I was going to say something and add to that, but I can't remember what it was because the train has left the building. <laughs> I guess that means it's time to wrap it up. We're going to wrap yeah. it up now. <laughs> Beautiful. So thank you to everybody who's joined us today, who's asked questions and participated in, uh, in our podcast. It will be record It's recorded and we will be put up on the website this week because I'll do it. Yes. I'll do it on And if Saturday. you're watching it later, because a lot of people do watch it later, leave your comments, ask your Ooh. questions, put them in there. That's what it's for. That's why we record it for you so that you can watch it anytime you want. Um, and we always check. We yeah. always check. <laughs> awesome. So awesome. until next time, Max. Mwah, we got this. Thanks for listening to the show. To learn more about Rach and Therese and all of our awesome offerings, go to spirit, the number four success.com or find us on Facebook. In fact, why not join our kick-ass and sparkly group, Kick-Ass and Sparkly Lady Paneurs Unite. Until next time, relax. We got this.